So one of the questions that we got up that came in a, a few different variations was, Sam seems to always be working. He's not ever having any fun. Um, does he take vacations? Like, is, is life all about business for him, or does, does he like to do other things? And then we'll touch on some, some other things. People want to know how you wind down at night um, before you start the next day. How do you find fulfillment outside of work? And just what do you like to do in your leisure time? So I guess let's start with the first one. Um, does Sam vacation? Just wondering, haha, is the full. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but like only really like, you know, you, I do it because because uh, of like my girlfriend, she wants to go on vacation. So if it was just up to me, I probably wouldn't because I, you know, I really enjoy what I do. So I don't want to, I don't need to escape. You know, most people use vacations as escape from everyday life. Mm. Most people don't like their job, they don't like their life, so vacation is like, ah, paradise, and then they go back to hell. Mm. But every day is paradise for me. Right. And so vacation is like worse. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I generally am not you know, as excited on a vacation. Mm. I more do it because I know it's good for me to rest a bit, and I do it because uh, of my girlfriend. Mm. And I got to be fair to her, so that's why I do it. But if I had my own way, I, w I probably wouldn't do them. And when you are on vacation, do you prefer to work, or do you prefer to like completely shut down and kind of recenter? Um, I just am one or the other, like off or on. Mm. So if on vacation, I generally will try and do no work at all, mm. because otherwise, it's not a vacation. It's just work in a more distracting place. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Um, and then what do you do outside of vacation to kind of wind down um, at night? So when you get done um, at night, you have still a few hours left that you can do before you have to be in bed. What do you like prefer to do with your time there? Well, it takes me three hours to get into the zone and three to get out. So, well, three to really get in and out and like two to just kind of get in and kind of out. So like in the morning I have to, you know, I wake up and then I go to the gym for like an hour and do exercise, then I'll have a cold shower, then I'll have like breakfast, and then I'll do meditation, and that takes like two hours. And then I'll start working, and the first hour of work is like kind of ratcheting up towards like being right in the zone. And then I'll power through the day like in the zone, then to get out at the end, it'll take about one hour of kind of winding down work, which is typically just making sure the key things are done for the day and creating my schedule and to-do list for the next day. And I'll do that. And then uh, I'll go and I have to do something that's completely not work for at least two hours before I'll be able to go to sleep. Mm. If I just stopped work and then tried to go to sleep, uh, nothing would happen. Yeah. And so I will, I pretty much immediately have a cold shower because that's a good way to like just snap after work's done for the day? Yeah. Again? Okay. So I get... It's so you have one at the beginning and one at the end. Yeah. So mm. it's good because they're on these like, you know, there's like two, there's like a signal to the body and the mind like going in, going out. Mm -hmm. And so there's these two things which are there and they're almost 12 hours apart, like on identical hours. Mm. So one happens at eight, one happens at like eight or nine. So they're almost on perfect balance with each other. And that's really good because you it learn your like your brain and everything learns so like it, it becomes like a ritual yeah. and that's a good way but you're st it still takes me longer then i'll like i'll have the cold shower then i'll get into bed 
and I won't touch any work. My phone goes on airplane mode and everything. And then if I'm not too tired, I'll read a book. But if I'm exhausted, I'll just watch like TV. And not TV TV, like I'll watch a movie on my laptop or I'll watch like a documentary or a TV series. Nothing with ads in it or any like, <laughs> nothing crazy like that. Only something which I'm, I'm purposefully watching mm. because I want to and I want to unwind. Got it. Why not ads? What would an ad do? They stimulate your brain. Like mm. they're designed, all of these things are designed to like stimulate your brain. It's like, you know, they're kind of like drugs. And so those are the last things you want when you're trying to, you're, when you're trying to like unplug and unwind, you can't have any of that stuff. Mm. And you don't want your phone buzzing, you don't want new stimulus coming into your world. So even if some, like my phone goes in airplane mode the moment I have that cold shower. Mm. So if anyone has any crisis after that, I'm out, like you can't reach me. Right. Because you have to be like that if you want to unwind. If you read an email and it, you're like, oh, you're not going to be able to have, you're not going to be able to go to sleep. Mm. So you have to detach from everything. And then if you're purposefully watching something, then it's, you know, it's the way it happens with your brain. It's like, I'm going to watch that, then go to sleep. And then if you watch that and go to sleep, you've got control of like the situation. But if you watch TV where it has ads and people are flicking between channels, that messes the brain up because it's like, it's changing and it's jumping and it's, it's thinking, should I watch this new thing? Should I go that way? Should I go that way? It's they're actually stimulating their brain and they're like, they're tempting themselves to watch like longer things and go into and do things which they weren't, they didn't have the intention to do. Mm. So it's very important that like you say, I'm going to do this and then go to sleep. Got it. Mm. And when, you, when you're watching uh, movies before sleep, blue light blocking glasses or something else? No, I just have the Flux app on yeah. the computer. Uh, it just makes the screen like yellower, like it becomes like yellow or orange at night, hmm. which is good because that white light, it can, is supposed to like mess up your sleep. Right, yeah. Um, what's the best documentary or series that you've seen in the last month? Best documentary. There's lots of good ones. I don't know about a clear, absolute winner, yeah. but I mean, the one that stuck out to me the most probably this year would be like watching the Michael Jordan documentaries. Mm -hmm. Just because yeah, he's so good. Showed me. Just because he's so good, you, you, you know there's some stuff, there's some like, there's some learning there. Like, you know, anyone who, anyone who climbs to a level that high, if you look at their story and listen to what they did and everything and get to know the person, you're going to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. So that's typically like the higher the person is and the more they've achieved, the more you're going to learn if you start digging. Right. And so I started watching like all of his documentaries. Yeah, there was way more than I thought. You sent me like 12. I was like, I didn't know this many existed on Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it's amazing what you learn by watching those things. Like, mm -hmm. like it, it, he taught me a lot about like focus and not falling out of love of the game and falling for its distractions. So what happens typically is when you get into something like business, right, you, you want to like get really good at this and have the best product or have the best service and, and beat your competition and all of that. And when you first go into basketball, like to use that as a parallel example, 
you want to be a really good basketball player, you want to get points, you, wanna, you want your team to win. But as you start getting really good, all of these things start getting drawn to you. Like, uh, you know, with basketball, like girls, like they start coming in like thousands or hundreds mm. of thousands. And then you've got all of these offers from everyone. Like people want you to be the face of their brand, they want you to do a deal with them and all of this. Uh, there's like advertising opportunities, like uh, endorsement opportunities, and then you've got all of these fans, social media, like, you know, the public opinion, the news and the media and interviews and mm. you, all of this shit just starts like just swarming around you. And the people that fall for it, they always end up losing. Mm. Because what happens is like they'll, they'll get into basketball in the beginning because they love the game and they want to win. But then comes the girls, the lifestyle, and the money, and the cars, and the parties, and they forget, and they start attaching to that. And then by attaching to that, they neglect this, the, the game, and then they suck at the game, then they end up losing, and then this disappears as well. Mm. And it gets everyone, because like, it distracts you, and then you lose both things when you fall for the distraction. So like, when Michael Jordan quit basketball for like a year to go and play baseball, part of why he stopped is because he said that he'd fallen out of love with the game of basketball. And he knew if he kept going like that, he would lose and it would ruin his legacy. So, and part of what made him distracted was that he had started doing all of these TV commercials. He started like polluting the pureness of his practice. So his practice used to be so pure, and now it had become polluted with all of this stuff. And he didn't like it anymore because of all of this. So he quit and then just started playing baseball. Then when he started to crave it again, he went back. And then he won again. And so you've got to be careful not to fall for the distractions of your work. Because the more money you make, the more money you've got to spend. And you don't want to fall in love with like buying things. Mm when your main goal is to get better at what you do. Mm, right, that makes sense. And it took him from going like to baseball for a few years to realize that he, he actually did miss it. Or, or maybe uh, when he went to baseball too, because I know that was like one of his old, like his first love was in sports was that, was he thought maybe this is it, maybe I, I'll find more fulfillment in baseball than I would in basketball. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, that makes complete sense of of do you have you ever seen that in your life where you were like, you know, I don't I don't think I am in love with this anymore, and then you left it alone for a little bit, and you're like, oh yeah, I really was. Like, yeah, it's when you get burnt back. out. Like some, like quite a lot of the time, I'd say once every month or something, I'll just get kind of drained, and then I'll just decide like I'm just not going to work for like the next two days, hmm. and I'll just like lie on the couch and watch documentaries, and just do that for like two days. And then when it comes back, that feeling that I really want to work again, then I'll jump back into it. But you've got to be very careful that, like, you learn when it is actually real versus, like, an illusion. But when you're starting out, it's always just an illusion. Mm. Like, you're not burnt out. Because yeah. most people aren't doing anything. So it's just an illusion that, they're, that they should rest in everything. Mm. Because it takes... You know, it takes working like 15 hours a day for 30 days straight to really get even near fatigued and burnt out. So unless you've done that, then you know that 
you're falling for an illusion. Yeah, you have to have some sort of baseline to judge it. You have it to know it. if it's real or not, mm. yeah. Got it, that makes sense. But that pretty much, oh, fulfillment outside of work too. So you kind of touch on that, but just in general, like is what, what's fulfilling outside of work for you besides, um, besides watching shows or reading? Um, just really just doing like nothing. Like I don't have to, when I stop working, I don't really want to do, so I don't want to do an activity. I just want to like be like, you know, just have a conversation, just do whatever. I don't want to like fill it up with another um, like action thing, you know what I mean? Mm. But outside of work, like my favorite things to do would probably be reading a book, like watching documentaries. I like things where you can cheat a little bit, like you can be relaxing and taking time off, but really you're learning yeah. and like you're getting better. So I like those ones. That's like books, documentaries, or just like socializing with with people who, you know, have good things to say, mm. then you're not just talking shit. Like they've they've got good insights and they're they're doing interesting things themselves, because those are ways to recharge and learn at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that makes sense. Do you ever find motivation from going out from others and they they're telling you about the things they're doing? Only if the person's really good. Mm. Like if they're if they've given everything for something, then, then they're generally good to talk to. But if they're just thinking about it, it's agonizing. Mm -hmm. And if the worst one is when it's fake, because that's just the worst. It, it totally depends how like dedicated someone is to their thing. Like it doesn't even have to be business. That's why I look into sports a lot and athletes and all of this stuff, because it's all the same they've just mastered something. They've mastered like a game and you know, business is pretty much a game. 